Today I'm speaking to Mark Nerenberg, CEO of Microbetting Pioneer, SimpleBet. SimpleBet specializes in a hyper short form of betting called Microbets, which enable players to feel like every moment matters in a game. With a new NFL season just around the corner, today we're set to discuss how much of an impact Microbets can have in football. Firstly, how was last season for you, Mark? Were there any milestones? Last season was a big season for us. So we added, in addition to DraftKings, we added Bet365, where we went live early in the season. And that was really exciting and validating to work with sort of the in-play leader globally. And then we added Caesars Sportsbook as well later in the season. Growth was strong. Handle and bets and users were up maybe 50% year over year. Not quite as much as baseball and basketball, where we've been up three to five X year over year. But I think a lot of that was due to our in- increased hold percentage. So in our first year, we were holding four, four and a half percent in NFL, and we held more like nine percent last year. So that's going to bring down the handle a little bit there. But overall, we had a strong year and really a strong finish with some of our player-based markets that were new last year, specifically the player to score a touchdown this drive. So a lot of books offer which player will score the next touchdown, but we just did for each individual drive, you could pick up to like, there were seven players as options and also a no touchdown option. And so those are, they turn over quicker. People might have more opinions about what's exactly upcoming than you don't know what's going to happen after that. So in the playoffs, we started to see that pick up significantly going from you know, maybe 1% of our volume to 15%. And then our partners ended up raising it and featuring it more in their UI. So excited for that market coming into next year. You've spoken a lot about kind of player-focused content, player props naturally being all the rage at the moment. What can we expect to see from you guys this season? And are there any sort of exciting innovations on the menu? Yeah, a couple big ones. First of all, same drive parlays. So we're taking sort of the SGP and bring it to the drive level. So users will be able to predict something like Jefferson will get the first catch of the drive. There will be a 20-yard passing play during the drive, and Madison will rush in a touchdown, for example. Proper super granular level level of betting on sort of every drive. Yeah, so they'll be prepackaged and merchandised by our operator partners. They actually have a tool to build and make the parlays themselves. And then I think, I don't know if next year or the path we're headed on, users will be able to build their own bets for these same drive parlays. Otherwise, what I'm most excited about for this season is we have a lot of customers now for the first time. And it's been really interesting. They all have different priorities and different strengths and weaknesses and using our tech in different ways. Like Our product looks similar on a handful of customers, but some of them are doing things very differently. Some of them want us to do everything for them and they want to go with all of our recommendations. Some of them just let us know if they need anything, but they're good. They know how to do this on their own. And others were kind of iterating together that's been fun and that's really where we kind of need to get to as a company is really kind of enabling our customers to innovate and we don't want to be just providing the same exact product for everybody what sets your sort of offering apart from the traditional supplier is it that sort of flexibility as well as obviously the micro nature of it is it that we want to be consultants rather than just suppliers 
It starts with maximum coverage and market availability. Users need to know that if they want to bet, they're going to get their bets in. It's not going to be suspended or they're not going to have their bets rejected. Some of that is inevitable, but we've focused entirely on solving for that with the hypothesis that if users need that continuity, if the markets aren't there, they're not going to keep coming back. And I think we've proven that. I think our version of some markets that others offer are proven to be more sticky and just more profitable for our customers. Additionally, we have an unmatched amount of markets and a handful that are proven to be really popular. And then there's some that are not so popular yet. And some of that might be that they're hard to find and you don't have a lot of time to find micro markets in the current sports betting nav. And some of it, they're good for parlays, but not as popular as individual markets. So is that just a case of kind of, I guess, better education as in better, or, you know, is it like this is how it could work on a, on a real low level and you can enjoy that. You haven't necessarily got to do the handicap or the money line bet. You can go and enjoy a five minute outcome parlay. One big problem, I think for all of sports betting, definitely for micro timeframes is surfacing the right market at the right time and just overall navigation to find bets, find markets. Really what ends up being surfaced at the top gets the most volume. I think that'll be optimized over time. We're trying to help our customers do that. And I think they'll be making progress there on their own. I think micro betting over the past year or so has really become a must-have and a real priority for all operators. And I think that's just going to sort of accelerate some of the investment and improvement on user experience that we might have been lacking a couple of years ago when we first went live. So you've just mentioned that micros are now kind of that must-have in the last year. Where is the limit for micros? You know, is it going to be the absolute must-have for the entire world or will it always just find a place to complement kind of broader sportsbook offerings? It's already much bigger than people thought. Our micro markets are making up 30% of in-play revenue for, depending on the sport, but on average, a little higher for baseball, a little lower for basketball. That's much more than it was ever in the past. But where it's going, I think it's going to take longer than I or SimpleBet originally thought. Right now, it's a little bit of a smaller cohort of users that are going to take the extra effort to find the bets and figure out how to track the game, even though it's not at the same latency as betting. So it's doing well, but when it gets to the point where you can watch streaming or even any sort of game tracking visualization, when you can watch that at the same low latency as betting, that along with content and marketing and exposure, micro betting will be predominant way that people bet in play. And I think it's going to attract a whole new demographic of casual fans. It's just not accessible and it's not quite the best experience because of the latencies when you compare it to the types of best in class like digital products that people are used to. It's going to get there and then to also have it be an engaging game that's built off underlying entertainment that people are already engaged with and watching and it's social, that's when it's really going to blow up. We're moving the needle and the whole industry is moving that way, but I think low latency streaming will definitely take it to a whole new level. So that's what we're waiting for, the tech to catch up. I think the tech's there. There's companies working on it and I think I saw 
Caesars had Sunday night football live streamed in their app for NFL. And it was, you know, maybe five seconds behind real time. That's getting pretty close to good enough. So I think it's just more figuring out distribution rights and just making it so the majority of fans that are watching live sports are watching it in low latency. You've got the innovation partnership with the IFL as well, which, as I say, is another aspect where you're working on that, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, IFL is a great partner looking to innovate and not just do the status quo. So it was a good partnership where we're going to be trying new things with them. And we actually did get a, a low latency, single screen sort of watch and bet experience out there. It was in the better app for the last few weeks of the playoffs. Pretty exciting. We're hoping to kind of show not only what we can do, but really what value can be added for the leagues to really push the leagues to want to get this type of product out there. I think it's going to be up to them when the low latency streaming is really ubiquitous. You have a background not only in sort of micro betting and traditional betting, but also in DFS. Obviously, it's fantasy season. Any under the radar picks for any players out there, namely myself? I'm from Minnesota, so I'm a Vikings fan. And so take this for what it's worth. I like the rookie, Addison. I think he's going to have a big year. He's looked good, and all the attention's obviously going to be on Jefferson. And then more broadly, for the NFL, how do you think this year will go? Oh, man. I like the Bills. Yeah, I think this is going to be the Bills' year. I'm impressed with Josh Allen. I think he just needs to take care of the ball a little bit more. And they got a big sort of tight end slot receiver that's going to be good. I think they're in a good spot. Mm -hmm.